is the Emergency Medical Minute. Um, the snakes are coming out of hibernation and um, are more prevalent. So summer snake bite season, um, most of your snake bites are going to occur between April and October. Um, there's about 8,000 snake bites that are venomous every year that's been reported. Um, and 99% of these venomous snake bites are in the pit viper family or the crotalid family. So that includes your rattlesnakes, which um, are prevalent here in Colorado, um, your copperheads and your cottonmouth. So with rattlesnakes, um, these are m the most likely venomous snake to become life-threatening or limb-threatening um, because the venom is more potent and then um, it just has a higher risk of it with the hematologic effects. With the venom, um, in Colorado, there's more than 20 kinds of snakes here, but rattlesnakes are the only ones that produce venom. Um, last year, we had 79 bites uh, in the state of Colorado. This year, there's already been reported two. So a uh, snake bite is considered a progressive disorder, um, if not treated. That's why we have to observe these patients when they come into the ED for a, a period of time because um, it will potentially get worse um, as time goes on. So the venom has proteins and enzymes that produce three main effects. So uh, it can cause local tissue inflammation, um, which can progress to necrosis, um, third spacing of fluids, endothelial damage, um, which can ultimately cause loss of limb, um, hematologic effects leading to coagulopathy, and then systemic effects, which would look like hypotension, acute renal failure, um, angioedema sometimes. Um, and then some rattlesnake species also have a neurotoxin um, that will present with muscle fasciculations in the patient. So if your patient starts to have like twitching, then that may indicate some kind of neurotoxin um, venom. So when a patient comes in, if there is a clear snake bite, then you'll want to mark um, any swelling that occurs around the bite, and then every 30 minutes you will reevaluate to determine if there's progression of swelling. Um, you want to immobilize and elevate the extremity, treat the pain, um, draw initial labs, update tetanus, and you do not want to use ice tourniquets or um, do any kind of like IND or anything like that. Um, you want to be able to allow the venom to. Uh, dissipate instead of keep it controlled in one part of the limb. Not all bites are going to be venomous though, so some snakes will have um, what's called a dry bite where they'll, even if it's a venomous snake, they won't actually admit um, venom. So venomous bites are going to look, um, you'll see puncture wounds, uh, bruising, you can see bleeding in other areas of the body because of the coagulopathy of the patient, um, hypotension, paresthesia and then your abnormal labs. Um, so if any of these are occurring, you're gonna think more of venomous snakes um, and a venomous bite. We do have an antidote, it's called Crofab. Um, it's this medication right here. It's specific to certain um, venoms that we use. So here it's specific to the Western Diamondback uh, rattlesnake, Eastern Diamondback rattlesnake, Mojave rattlesnake, cottonmouth, and water moccasin. Um, but essentially, if the bite is showing any kind of systemic symptoms um, or is progressing, the, um, the swelling and pain is progressing, then you're going to want to initially just treat with the Crofab. Um, 
It's expensive. <laughs> so each, your initial dose is going to be about six vials, and each vial is about $2,500. $2,500 is each file. So, but you have six files. Um, so that can be potentially like a $15,000 initial dose. Um, if they are in shock or have a really severe bite, um, then you can even initially treat with more vials, like eight to 12 vials. So that might be where the 25,000 comes in. Um, if after an hour, the symptoms don't resolve or start to improve, you can repeat that dose or once symptoms are controlled, you can start a maintenance infusion. Um, so this can potentially be very expensive, um, but also life-saving. Um, the biggest thing to worry about is anaphylaxis. So the actual CROFAB is derived from sheep plasma. So with that, um, you'd be worried about anaphylaxis. So starting it slow, the drip, um, making sure that they don't have any reactions at first, and after the first 10 minutes, if they don't produce any kind of anaphylactic reactions, then bumping up um, the infusion rate. That's all. Anybody want to guess what demographic is most likely to get bit by a snake? Athletes. Drunk guys. <laughs> yeah. Intoxicated males between the ages of 18 and 35. <laughs> Emergency Medical Minute is, and always will be, about free medical education. Medicine's most prolific podcast is successful because of our supporters, donors, and of course, our listeners. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And if you support spreading free medical education, please donate at our website, emergencymedicalminute.com. As always, keep listening.